and we're live. Cool website. Okay. Yeah, sorry, um, that was no, quick. You're good. You're good. <laughs> Welcome to the game of the year episode, everyone. Yep. It, you you know you knew it was coming. You got real excited, and that's why that's why we're doing it this week. Because guess who's guess who's feeling all better? It's John Arbuckle. Yeah. He finally got some help and realized that his cat is now talking to him. That Paul, that was your cue to give us your best John Arbuckle. I don't actually know what he sounds like. <laughs> it's, it's okay. We'll hear, we'll just we're, we'll just do it from the top. Okay. It's the Game of the Year podcast, everyone. Uh, thanks for coming. You got real excited because guess who's feeling better? It's John Arbuckle. Hi guys, great to be here. I don't know what he sounds like. No, that's that's. <laughs> I was, we're happy to have you, Mr. Arbuckle. Uh, I understand you brought 10 games that you're very excited about from 2019. Uh, they're all Garfield racing. <laughs> <laughs> all, all 10 slots, really? Just one game? That's, that's Just, it? It's the only one that exists in my world. <laughs> okay, well then what, what was your like most disappointing game of 2019? Oh, there's no clever Death Stranding. (laughs) (laughs) Those are the the two. I like that those are the two games (laughs) that that John played in 2019. Death Stranding and Death Stranding, and then a lot of Garfield Garfield, Kart. Yeah. (laughs) Or Garfield Racing or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, surprise change. We're not, this is not the game of the year episode. As no. we mentioned last week, John got super sick at Magfest and has been stuck in bed. No. Um, hopefully, next week will be game of the year. No. We're just kind of waiting until John tells us he's good to go. Yeah. So we're just going to get a regular episode this week. Um, but Paul, how's your last week been? Good. I finally so I finished um, catching up to Good Place a few days ago for the new episode. Came right, out and tonight. They're, they're not back yet. Right, tonight is the new Ooh. episode. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So I'm caught up with that. Uh, I finished Watchmen. That's good. Watch Watchmen is so good, right? That's very good. Yeah. Specifically, two episodes. Specifically, the fact that like things I thought were just world building throwaway stuff from the beginning actually had huge impacts on like what's going on in this world. Like I thought some of this. Give an example without spoiling anything. (laughs) Honestly, not really. Like basically, okay, well, then don't, then don't. I'll just say that, like, basically, the setting has to do with like racism specifically. Um, oh, for sure, of course. And I kind of thought that was just like starting off the series as like this is just kind of showing like what the times are, but like stuff that happens at the very beginning are very closely tied to characters and stuff in the story. They're not; it's not just world building. Everything like is written for a reason. Also, um. They wrote characters proper. It's really hard without spoiling stuff, so I'm going to stop. It's very good. People need to see that show. <laughs> um, it's yeah. Uh, other than I really want to watch it again just to see like what I pick up on. Yeah, like you mentioned, the the hint at so much. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I kind of just want to like see what like what I would get from it on a second viewing, having known where it ends up. It's honestly like basically a nine hour movie split into nine parts. So more than it's like a series, like it's a very good cohesive narrative throughout the whole thing. It is such a strong season. Like, so like, here's your question. Do you want a season two? Well, the way they end it, I don't know. I'm a little, I want to see. They could go either way, right? Yeah, they could. Yeah. Yeah. If they just never brought it back, like it's so strong, mm-hmm. I'd be so worried about a season two because season one is so strong and it ends so nicely. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of thinking too. Uh, I, I think the casting was fantastic. The casting is uh, very Jeremy good. Jeremy Irons as yeah. Ozymandias is so good. Holy yeah. smokes, he does such a good j- job in that role. He has that perfect amount of like smugness and arrogance to him, even in like. Yep. Even when literally nothing's happening and he's bored, he's still smugly bored. I don't know. Yeah, he's so good. good. Gene Smart as a an Agent Blake. 
Silk yeah. Spectre from the old. She does such a good job. Yep. Like, She's and very then, you know, good. Obviously, Regina King does really good. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is. It is just such a strong se- season of television. I'm. Tr- I've also been trying to think because I wanted. I keep telling my girlfriend, Watchmen's really good. Watchmen's really good. She has no. She hasn't seen anything Watchmen. Read anything Watchmen. So I'm wondering if she could just watch this, or do I need to introduce her to some of the story from before so that she would get some of the big things in this season? I feel like if you don't have an attachment or like knowledge at all. A lot of things that I find like some of the better parts would fly over your head. And and I think that's a little disappointing. So And so I was thinking like, well, the fastest way, like obviously the best way would be read Watchmen. But that's like, yeah, here's the next eight hours. Like yeah. enjoy doing homework. If she has like a big flight great. or something ever, that would be OK, though. I think that's I think that'd be asking too much of her mm. if I'm just trying to think about. It. So I like the, the Zack Snyder movie's not great. And, it's close but at least enough. it's close story wise. You know what I mean? Besides like, like here, let's watch this bad movie just so that you can have like a really good viewing of this this season. That's what I've been thinking. The only thing you would have to tell her is that like the thing the movie gets wrong is that there should be a giant squid monster. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that's <laughs> really important. That the, that is important yeah. for the uh, um for the season the TV show yeah yeah what if you watched Reed Man damn what is my Reed mind Man? my mind is blown I have no idea <laughs> I don't I don't know what that even means but yeah no watching the movie with the like caveat maybe even like watching a YouTube video that like kind of catches you up on the story and important plot points and characters might be okay if you really wanted yeah. to just rush it yeah. It, yeah, that's true. I hadn't thought about that. I might just do the movie because I've I haven't seen that movie in a long time, and I'd be kind of curious. I think that movie's that. still fine. Like, it's not great, but it's fine. <laughs> it's close enough. I do. Yeah. It does suck. It doesn't get the like squid part right, or like it has some weird differences. But right. But I think it gives you the main points. Like it explains yeah. who. You know, Ozymandias is. It explains who uh, Doctor Manhattan is. Yeah. Those are kind of the things you need. You you basically need to know like kind of how each of them began and how each of them ended. Yeah. To really get the season, I think you need like four or five. The, yeah, that movie does do a good job of just kind of cramming four or five origin stories into another <clears throat> story that's happening. It had a lot of source material, so I kind of don't blame them, but I don't know. Yeah, that's it's good though. I'm, it's good. Mm-hmm. Speaking of good television, though, Sex Education Two comes out next week, the eleventh, right? I thought. Oh, that doesn't make sense. That's Saturday. No, I think it's a uh, seventeenth. I think it's the Friday. So next yeah, Friday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is the same day as Tokyo Mirage Sessions. So I'm gonna have a real fun <laughs> evening at home. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! I can't wait to watch that again. That's gonna the, be the good. trailer came out. I don't know if you've seen the trailer. No, there's no point. I know I'm gonna watch it. So. Okay, I'm just yeah. if 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 that was something interesting to you, I I watched the trailer. I'm excited. Yeah, looks good. Yeah, no, that's a great show. I can't wait for that. I think there's some other things I was excited for coming out this year, but I can't remember what they are now. TV wise, there's a lot this month. BoJack comes back and fi- finishes this month. Um, Sabrina comes back. Sabrina, right? Uh, which I'm less excited for, but I you know I'll, I'll watch it. Why not? And we I'll just said good seasons. places this month and finishes. Good place. Yeah. Yeah. I, April. I don't know. Did you ever watch what we do in the shadows? The TV series? No. Is it good? That's fantastic. Have you seen the movie? No. So the movies, Taka Waititi and um, Jermaine from Flight of the Concords. Yeah. I can't remember uh, his last name. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember his last name either. Um but they did a uh, like it's a mockumentary comedy based on vampires living in New York. Mm-hmm. Very funny. Um, and then they came out with a TV series produced, co-produced by the two of them. That is also very good. So season two of that comes out uh, in April, which I'm excited about. But I highly recommend that. That's on Amazon Prime. If people have Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. okay. watch that that TV series. It's very, very funny. Cool. Um. But yeah, nothing, nothing else really going on with me. So why don't we do the podcast proper? Okay. It is January 9th. 
This is the Top Down Perspective. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. And Paul, what have you been playing? Uh, so right, like literally right after our podcast last week, I download, I downloaded and played Kukiomi Considerate uh, with my girlfriend. So we played it together. Uh, the co-op because I wanted to see what right. I watched like. it because I was curious how co-op would work. I, I am curious. Real, real quick, did you play any of the single player? No. Oh, okay. So anyway. I I have been playing the single player on the mobile edition, which somebody in our Discord let me know exists. Is that a real thing? That is a real thing. Is it? Uh, is it the same name? Uh, yeah. It's. I had to. I bought it because like there for me there was a free version and a dollar version. The free version was like riddled with ads, so I just bought the dollar version once I knew that it ran okay. Oh yeah, we have Kukiomi and Kukiomi Pro. Oh, so you have the free ad riddled version as well, if you wanted to try it, I guess. Um, I would just buy it for the dollar. Uh, it's a little janky, but it's fine. It does. It just does some weird. It doesn't. It's the same game, not made for phones necessarily, but like so it has weird touch problems every now and then. It's fine. It though. looks like it's more. There's like more English in it. Yeah, and it still doesn't make sense, like the menu or anything like that, but it, they try, I guess. I guess I'll, I'll look into this. Sure. So I've been playing it on that. The bummer with that is that it doesn't grade you. It just says, like, can, you did it or whatever after every five, and it's like, well, that's a bummer. I want, I kind of wanted the grade. Um. Well, I mean, like I said last week, the main game doesn't quite grade you either. It says, like, you were yeah. moderately considerate. And it's like, what does that mean? Yeah, so the together mode, uh, it does grade you every 10, and it only goes in uh, multiples of 10. It doesn't, like, continue on after that. It takes you back to, like, the main menu. And it, like, grades you on how compatible you are together. It's weird. There's, like, what are the things? There's definitely, like, a uh, synchronicity grade I think there's one for like consideration and one for something else. And it just kind of does like the polygonal graph of like where you guys sit. And then it gives you like a little, a little picture of your two characters or whatever. Um, So we were playing it together and that it's fun. It's cute. It's a fun, cute little thing. Uh, There's not really a whole lot to talk about because you pretty much described what it is last week. Just as a quick reminder, it's a whole bunch of quick mini games where you control a character of some sort uh, to do something. So like one of them is you control a guy who's running and you can make him jump over the flower or just run right through it and kill it. Uh, Another one is the bus where you move over to let a couple sit or like don't and then make them stand or whatever. And the the two player mode is essentially each one of you is controlling a different character, and you right yeah. yeah. So I like I finished that game later that night. Um, yeah. Since knowing there was only a hundred of them, and I was at like sixty. Sure. At the yeah. very end, it gives you an overall results page. Okay. And then grades you on like six different things. Um, I, I saw that, this out. Yeah. Tweeted it to you because I want to see what your overall grade is and see how we compare but it's like application determination determination sympathy ability to fit in sense of duty and quick thinking Mm -hmm. um so i got um it said your sympathy is your best quality hybrid car level okay i don't hybrids are big i guess and sympathetic i guess so yeah yeah, I, I mean, I, I, okay, I guess I can kind of see that, like, environment. Sure. Anyway, I got an 81 on sympathy. My lowest was de- determination at 56. Sense of duty was 58. I wonder <laughs> if that's because, like, you stopped halfway. Like, I wonder if determination goes up if you just go through all 100 at, like, once. May- yeah, maybe. I have no idea what ability to fit in would be. Pattern recognition, I think. Okay, I need to know something. Quick thinking. I need to know something from you. The one where there's three girls sitting at the edge of a table, A, B, and C, and your buddies are just like 
I want A, I want B, and then the one beside you is like, I want A. Do you follow them and conform and say B again to follow the pattern, or do you say C because she's going to feel left out otherwise? Is okay, that a no-win? I, I did get this. I think I said C, yeah. and then the game acted as such and gave me no feedback about whether that was good or not. Right. So I wonder if that's one of the things that, like, if you chose B, your fit-in would go up, or, like, your sympathy for choosing C went up. Like, I think it's one of those you could do either, probably. As long as it's not yeah, A maybe, again. Yeah. Or maybe A would be fitting are ba- in. Some are very binary, like... Yeah. Like the bird getting in line. You get oh. in line. They're mostly... You yeah. You can smack the other birds away, I guess. <laughs> I guess but, that's true, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's more going on than, than we think. I just wish it... Again, I wish it just kind of told us... Like, it let us peek behind the curtain a little bit. A little bit, So yeah. I can understand, like, what am I supposed to do? But maybe that's part of the test. It's testing me. And I, I did the test and I, you yeah. know, I went in blind. Um, so I'm curious if what you get. Yeah, I should go through it at some point when I'm bored for sure. Um, other than that, I've been playing Voxelgram some more. This is the Picross 3D on PC uh, clone or whatever. And yeah, I'm almost done with that thing, which is a little too bad because then I'll have to find a new one of those to like a new Picross game to wet my whistle on but luckily there's so many of those that's not going to be that hard right yeah uh i finished indivisible that's the big one this week oh nice so 100 percent completion all achievements went through that whole game wow okay that is good time that's a great if you did everything that's a great time one might argue it's maybe one of the top 10 games of last year but who knows we'll see Honestly, I don't even know at this point because I have to redo my list. I was telling you okay. off air. So. Right, right. Yeah. I have to do the, like I said, I think my list is pretty locked. I need to go through our like podcast notes and see everything I played. Yeah. Just to see if the, I forgot about anything. Yeah, because that's what I started doing. And I forgot such bangers like Baba is you. I forgot I played that. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lo- there's others I forgot, but they might be on the list, so I'm not going to describe which ones they were. <laughs> nice, um, nice. Yeah, that game's good. It's hard, it's hard to talk about any more than I have already. Again, it's I guess I will say one thing. I don't like how it ends because the way it ends, it takes away the mechanic that the game has kind of trained you to do the whole time, and it's kind of cool because story-wise and lore-wise, the way they make you do the final fight... Are you, you going to spoil something? No. The way they make okay. you do the final fight is akin to what how they start the game, kind of, and I think that's cool, but mechanically they take away abilities from you so that it's kind of like a one-on-one thing, and it's like, well, this sucks. <laughs> I spent, like, 17 hours doing it this way and building this team I like, and now I'm like... Okay, I guess I'm doing this weird thing now. And also all this plat there's a lot of platforming, weirdly, out of nowhere at some point. And like that's okay. fine. But if you don't like platform I love platforming. Like White Palace and stuff in Hollow Knight is like one of my favorite parts of that game. Like I really like hard platforming and just like kind of tedious platforming sometimes. If you don't like platforming, maybe it strikes you out of nowhere <laughs> that like the last part of the game is a lot of it. And then the final fight is kind of weird. And like, I could see somebody being put off by it, but um, I think the rest of it kind of outweighs the problems I had at the very end. So I really, really like that game. There's too many characters. I think I had 20 or 21 by the end, like to put in a party of four that I could like switch in between. There's a lot of characters and they all seem kind of viable some that seems like a good thing it's a good thing but it's just like i i want to use all of you (laughs) like i kind of i don't know gotta play through it again i gotta play through it again that's it and also there's this weird thing where apparently there might be two other characters that are being patched in at some point but there's like no information about that so i maybe it's coming with like the switch port oh maybe play through it again on switch I probably would. It's pretty fun. I really do like it. Um, I guess like another problem, and I think I said this last time, is that the fights don't feel like they matter. 
you don't get experience you get experience points from them but they kind of experience points kind of don't matter that much in this game um they don't give you money or items or any like you there's no like grinding necessary so you don't want to fight but the fighting is like one of the interesting parts of the game it's weird it's hard to explain but it's kind of like i mean not grinding sounds good to me sure but they still put like fights in there for some reason that are just to like waste your time i think that's like the problem i have with it where if i'm gonna have to do this fight anyways like give me some gill or gold or something that i can buy a potion or so like i don't know they don't have any of that stuff in there which is fine it's just i wish i got something out of it uh whenever i had to fight because the fights feel so long but yeah i do recommend that game to people specifically if you like metroidvanias i've heard a lot of people say they didn't think it was a metroidvania game when they saw like initial stuff about it and knowing it is a metroidvania they're not going to get it anymore because they don't like that type of game so like i guess I would say I love Metroidvanias, and if you like them, this is a like neat one that I would recommend. If you don't like them, then don't get it. Like you're going to be disappointed for sure. There's a lot of backtracking parts and revisits to stuff or to areas where you have new abilities. But that's what I like about that type of game is uh, retreading old ground with new abilities and finding new things that I missed and whatever. So, uh, yeah, people should check that out. Right on. I look forward to playing it during these two months of not having games coming out. Yeah, uh, that's all I've been playing. Cool. I uh, I played a bunch of stuff. First off, I finished Remnant from Ashes. Oh, you did? Okay. Co-op, right? Yeah. Co-op did yeah, co-op yeah. the whole time. I think our runtime ended up being about 15 hours. Oh, that's not that bad. Um, okay. <clears throat> could have definitely been longer like most of the bosses in that game are totally optional if you just like come across them you can fight them um to the point of like we got to the final boss yeah final boss works you know like a weird way okay especially if you're co-op it doesn't feel like it was designed for co-op very well okay um it's this weird thing of like the boss will warp you to a new area and then you need to complete tasks in that area to give yourself damage buffs uh, so that when you come back to the bo- the, ma- the main final boss, you can actually damage it in a meaningful way. Otherwise, you will do like less than a hundredth of a percent of its health with just your regular build. Mm. <clears throat> but because it's co-op, it only warps one of you at a time. So the other person just stands around waiting for you to come back. Like literally. That's so it was weird. just like, all right, which one of us is going to go? All right, good luck. I'll yeah. see you in like, like 30 seconds, I guess. And then we'll see who it picks next time. I'm going to quickly grab and a drink. It, so you go. <laughs> well, but the weird thing is, is it keeps firing at the other character with like extremely easy projectiles to dodge, but you need to still oh. be dodging. So you can't just be like, peace, I'm going to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. You got to be there like holding right on the, on the control pad or whatever. That sucks. Uh, it's it's weird. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Um, I bring up the final boss cause we got stuck on it. And we're yeah. like, well, I want to go do some grinding. And it's just so easy to fast travel to an area, walk to a part of the map that you hadn't seen yet. And there's most likely a boss at the end of that way. So oh. we just like found another boss that we hadn't seen before, uh-huh. you know, leveled up a couple times and then was able to take on the final boss. Cool. Um, so there's definitely more to do in that game. Uh, I think it starts off in its weakest by putting everybody in like the destroyed city because that place is beyond ugly mm-hmm. i think the game overall is isn't super nice to look at agreed but the last area you get to is definitely the nicest it's this like it's this like i don't know like fairy tale forest where everything is kind of shades of blue and purple and stuff and things are glowing like it looks the nicest and it's just a bummer that they put that at like the final section um because before that you're going through super gray destroyed city then you're going through like super brown desert and it's just a pretty ugly kind of game overall but it's fun it was a good time a really good co-op game it's on game pass so definitely check that out um and it was funny because that was kind of like one of my like holiday co-op games this year and last year one of my holiday co-op games was ashen yeah another souls like game a co-op souls like yeah ashen remnant from ashes oh no coincidence i think not 
something to think about. Follow the money. <clears throat> True. Um, I played through a game on Apple Arcade. Uh, this came out over the break okay. called Builder's Journey. This is a Lego game that you shouldn't write off. This is punching above the class of what you'd think a Lego game is. Mm-hmm. It's like <clears throat> it's weird because you're you're doing very easy and and pretty short kind of vignettes of building something. You're, it's kind of a point and click adventure. You're basically building a path for your character to get from one side to the other. There's usually only like one or two things you can really interact with. So it's more just kind of like experiencing the vignette. Mm-hmm. But it's this like heartfelt story about a kid who just wants to like spend time with their dad or their parent, I guess, because they're Lego they're Lego blocks. You can't really tell the, the gender. Sure. Um, but the dad has to work all the time and the kid gets lonely. And what's crazy is this is a Lego game. Like mm-hmm. it, this is super weird. It's, it's hard to describe, but you're looking at these like little dioramas and you just kind of build the path for the kid to get from one side to the other. There's like 40 stages, but like I said, each stage takes you maybe, <clears throat> I don't know, five minutes at most. Like you can beat this game in, in 90 minutes. And I think it's just really interesting that Lego, you know, had went out and got developers to make this kind of game. Yeah. This is not what you expect. When you think Lego game, you think of, you know, slapstick humor, nonstop slapstick humor, right? You think of movie tie-ins. And this is like the furthest thing from it. It's also gorgeous. The like, Lego so movie nice. kind of had that, like, story to it, though. Sure. But even that is like, that's a comedy. Sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. This, this is, you know, this isn't really funny. This is just kind of a heartfelt little you know, short 90 minute game about a kid and their parent mm-hmm. um, just kind of reconnecting basically through Lego bricks. And it's interesting. I would, you know, at least look up like a trailer or something just to kind of see like how nice it looks. Mm-hmm. It definitely kind of gives me vibes of like when people make like they'll build something with Lego and then they'll like light it and they'll actually like frame it really nicely. And, you know, those actually end up looking pretty cool. Like Lego can definitely look cool and not just like a toy. And every one of these vignettes is like that. Um, so it's just it's just really interesting. It is such a weird thing that exists. Um, and that's Apple Arcade. So if you have Apple Arcade, check this out if you're looking for something kind of off the beaten path. This is Builder's Journey. Cool. Uh, Demon's Tilt. I actually played this a few weeks ago, mostly over the break, and just forgot about talking. Forgot to talk about it last week. Sure, but I did want to talk about Demon's Tilt. I believe you talked about this a little a bit. month or so ago. Yep. This is what's the subtitle? Satanic pinball action. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yep. <laughs> something like that. It's a, just a pinball game. There's one table, but it's like a really long table. Yeah. It's like composed of like three tables inside of one table. Yeah. Um. I think it's, I mean, I don't, I haven't kept up with video game pinball, so I can't really say if this is doing anything new or exciting, but I think it's a pretty good game of pinball and there's tons of weird lights and sound effects going and creatures going across the screen and and, because, you know, it's all trying to be satanic. So Lilith is there and she's like bleeding out of her eyes and there's bats flying around Uh, and it's just a, it's a, it's just a good time. And it's just a really easy game to just be like, let's just do one more. Yeah. Let's just, let's just do one more. Here we go. Here For we sure. go. Um, You're playing it from Game Pass, right? I'm playing on Game Pass. Me so too. Another shout out to Game Pass. So the uh, my problem I had with this game is that it's $25 on Switch, and that's too wow. much. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's too much. If you have Game Pass, this is great, but don't buy this for $25. It's not enough, I think. Well, so, okay. So part of me thinks... That seems like too much for pinball. The other part of me is like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how much pinball regularly is when it comes to video game pinball. They're usually say, free where you buy the boards is usually how they do well, it. Well, I thought they were usually like you kind of buy the game and then they come out with new yeah, boards they, or new levels and then you buy them for like $8 or something. Is that right? Yeah, something like that. Or no, 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 no. You don't buy the game. The game is free, but yeah. you buy the boards you want. Exactly. I thought they were maybe around eight ish or something. Twenty five is a lot. To be fair, this this seems pretty intricate compared to like, again, my my touchstone is regular pinball. Sure. This is like three boards in one. And I'm assuming a lot of those like Williams collections 
are replicating real ones. They are, yeah. Yeah. Um so this one's doing obviously doing stuff that couldn't happen in a pinball, like that there's bosses inside the stage that are shooting things at you and, and whatnot and laser beams going everywhere. Yeah. Um twenty five still seems like a lot for pinball, just just full stop. Yeah. Uh pinball effects three is the new one. Uh on Steam it looks like you can get a bundle for about the same price, about twenty five bucks, and you get like Maybe that's just the going price. You get three or four boards doing that. Well, that's okay. Yeah, that's so about maybe, $8 a board. That still seems expensive to me, thinking about it. But yeah, that seems like it tracks at least. Yeah, $8 a board. I think it's just because we're not pinball people. Maybe. I would mean, like, so I just. I would rather play real pinball. <laughs> like, that shit's fun. Sure. But like. Sure. I don't know. But at the same time, though, I, I don't know if I'd put $8 into one table of that's pinball. That's true. Yeah, like I might put like eight, ten dollars into an evening of pinball and yeah. play like five different tables. But like what? But then again, you like I can tell you there are pinball people out there that are like, yeah, tonight, forty dollars. I'm playing this table all night. Keep the drinks coming. Here we go. Mm-hmm. That's like, true. There are pinball people like that. Um, That's just not us, I guess. Honestly. Yeah. But, you know, but we are Game Pass people. And this is a fantastic Game Pass game. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. If you have Game Pass, check out Demon's Tilt. Uh, if you don't have Game Pass, get Game Pass. Yeah, and then check out uh, Demon's Tilt. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> Demon's Tilt's pretty good either way. Yep. Um. All right. I have been playing a whole bunch of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Are you done? Or are you not quite? I think I'm near the end. Are you going completionist? Um, like, are you going back in 100 percenting each area? I'm I'm not. But I do have some some drive to go that I do kind of want to go back now that I have a lot of the powers. Uh-huh. So I might go do some more stuff. It, it kind of depends on how the next like week or so goes. Sure. Uh, in terms of what, what I end up playing. Um, I will just ask how, how close am I to the end? I'm at Dathomir. Like they actually sent me to Dathomir now. And it just felt like a big owl thing. I'm trying to remember a big owl. Oh, that so I got, thing. Like, the, I got like the climbing gear. That part felt gear, <clears throat> not gears. That part felt God of War ish to me. There, it was very cinematic. The fight with that okay, thing. Sure. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. How much more of the game do you think I have story wise? So when you're finished with Dathomir, they'll send you. Is there another planet after Dathomir? No, but they'll send you back to do a thing and then back. They g- make you go back and forth once, roughly. Okay. And then they'll send you to the last area. Okay, so after Death of Mirror, I have kind of two sections to go or three sections to I'd go? I'd say you're probably about four hours away if you're being, okay. like, yeah. So I'll probably finish slow-ish. that game, most likely. Yeah. Um, that game's good. That game's really broken. <laughs> There's some problems um, with it, for sure. Like, it's just a janky game. Yeah. Like I hate and, how the humans and, and look like, in that game. Like I think the mon- not monsters, the alien races and stuff look fine. There's something about how they when they move their face when they talk or whatever that I hate. There's definitely like it's they're not going for realism. They're definitely going for like kind of a cartoony look. That's a little weird. Uh, I don't know if I think all of the creatures look good. I think the Wookies look really bad. The Wookies are fucking terrible. I don't know what's going on with the Wookies, but whatever, like, kind of texture mapping they were doing for the fur, just, they look really bad. Yeah, they look um, weird. But it's kind of just stuff like, there's a lot of sliding, there's a lot of wall running, which I am here for, by mm-hmm. the way. But it's like, it's not tight enough, so I'll just be, like, bumping into walls <laughs> while I'm sliding all the time, which means my camera's not in the right spot, so I'm constantly just trying to fix that, and it's just like... This just feels like loose. That's the whole game. The game just feels a little loose. loose. Yeah. <clears throat> of things of like, oh, I need to wall run so that I can do one jump to make it to the height. But for whatever reason, I like got on the wall at like a weird height. So my jump's not actually going to get me there. So yeah. I'm going to kind of bump into the edge and then just stand up straight as I fall down. Like there's a lot of like really kind of weird things like that. Yeah. Where it just needs more polishing. I would love to see what I like. Star Wars 2 looks like because I think you're going to get something really strong. Yeah, I agree. Um, Like I can just feel like this is going to be an Assassin's Creed 1 to an Assassin's Creed 2 kind of thing. Like it's a fantastic base. Um, It just it just feels kind of incomplete. It feels like it needed, you know, three more months. 
yeah. to, to really tighten up. But I'm sure they were trying to hit like the Star Wars hype totally. cycle. Yep. Totally. Um, but I mean, apart from that, I'm having like a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm fun. Enjoying, I'm enjoying it's a good time. Yeah, like I like the this kind of Metroidvania aspect and I'm wall running and it's like, hey, that Prince of Persia. Anytime you're reminding me of Prince of Persia, I, I usually have a smile on my face. Yep. Um. So, yeah, the lightsaber cool. fighting feels good in that game, too. I really like it. Yep. Because they yep. don't. The I, One of the big problems I have, even though I like the Force Unleashed games, is that at a point it feels like a, the lightsaber isn't doing the damage it should and there's a few times in this game where it also is like, okay, I feel like that should have hurt that thing more. But for the most part, anytime you're fighting stormtroopers or humanoids, the way they handle it where you're breaking their guard and then like basically executing them as soon as like you have, it makes it feel like every time I'm in a fight or whatever, I'm still using a lightsaber and it's no longer it's not like a fucking cardboard tube sword now because i'm in the last part of the game or something like it always felt like it did damage as long as i got through their like defense i think one of my favorite things also is that every now and then you will just come across like a named enemy Mm -hmm. um the like it's just like here's just a mini yeah here's just like a mini boss fight out of nowhere and it was like whoa okay time to get like absolutely serious here and that's just a lot of fun i will say though I, give me fast traveling. What are you doing? Oh my God. Yeah. The only reason I haven't gone back so many times um, to wrap things up is because I know, well, I know I don't, I probably don't have all the powers, yeah. so I'm going to have to come back here later. Yeah. There is no way I want to run across this entire map fighting my way across this entire map like twice. Yeah. Yeah. The levels are big too. Like the maps. They get big and, yeah. and they get refilled with enemies every time I hit a new meditation spot, you know? Yep. And if it's like, if you could just let me fast travel, which that is a thing in Metroidvania games. Yep. That is a very common thing in Metroidvania games. Like if you could just let me fast travel to like a spot near where this yellow door is, that would be that would be a game changer. Arguably I would be mopping everything up. Arguably one of the things about Indivisible that I had troubles with, too. There's uh, no, it fast has no fast travel. It has fast travel between like continents, we'll say like parts of the world, but no like getting to like it so you would fast travel to like a place and then it's like oh i have like a 10 minute like jog yeah so like being able to go to each different planet yeah yeah so it sounds like it's like the same thing whereas like yeah yeah i don't know um the last game i played and this is this will kind of bring us into news a bit is i played the demo for pokemon mystery dungeon okay um which is a, a series I had always wanted to check out being sure. a Pokemon fan, but just never got around to playing the Game Boy or the, the DS version. Um, this game plays pretty similarly to that Pokemon game from two summers ago. Rumble. Wait, was it? Do- no, not not Rumble. What was the one where you just like watched everyone? Like I, I had a good time with it because my hand was broken. We just like right. watched them go on like a battle. What was that? Quest. Pokemon Quest. Quest. Yep. <clears throat> um, it plays pretty similar to like that. It even has like an auto mode where the characters will just walk around and find a fight. They won't fight on their own. You do have to press A, but it's like pretty easy to, to do that. Um, uh, it also so this is this is a uh, this is a remaster of of the old games. Okay new visuals and whatnot they put a demo out today which transfers your progress over and i thought oh i might as well play the demo because i this seems like the perfect time i can finally play the series i wanted to i don't think i like this game at all oh really see this is where i'm like thinking maybe i'll jump on if this is a remake this is a good time to try it right right exactly what i thought and i was like i'm just gonna buy this i've been wanting to play this series forever and now it's coming to switch let's do it yeah i'm glad they put this demo out maybe try out the demo because I don't think it controls very well because you're on like eight directional pa- pad okay. for some reason, uh-huh. which is just kind of weird when you have an analog stick. Um, but I get it because it's like a, well, I, I don't know. It is a remake from something that only had a D-pad, but like, couldn't they have made it a little better? Mm. I don't know. It, and I just don't, it, I just find it boring. Like, I guess the reason I was okay with Pokemon Quest is because it was a game I could play with one hand. Um, but now I got two hands and I want some two handed gaming. 
Sure. Uh, so I, I, yeah, I'll give it a bit more, but I played like two of the quests and it's literally go into the dungeon, hit L so that auto walking around happens because there's no need to search the area yourself. Your, your creatures will, your Pokemon will find another Pokemon. You hit A once and then you'll do enough damage to kill the Pokemon. You do that maybe one or two more times until you get to the next floor. Do that six times in a row and you're done. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I'll check it um, out. <laughs> but may- yeah, check out the demo at least. Yeah. But that's uh, the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Uh, I forget the full title. DX is at the name of it at the end of it. Okay. Um, but with that, let's go right on to news. And I guess we'll just talk about that since I was already kind of talking to it. Uh, there was a Pokemon Direct this morning. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Real early this morning, six thirty. I watched it uh, mm-hmm. after the fact. I didn't. I didn't wake up that early. Sure. Yeah. This is a 20-minute Pokemon Direct they had announced a couple days ago. So they started off with talking about this remake that's coming out. It's coming out March 9th, I want to say, which is also another interesting fact because that's like right in between uh, Final Fantasy and there's something a week later that I'm also very interested in. Is it Doom? Is it it Mm -hmm. Animal Crossing? No, I think those are like two weeks. I think there's another thing. There's like four games in March. Anyway, yeah. So I don't know if I if there's even time to play this game when it comes out. I'm gonna be playing Final Fantasy VII remake. <clears throat> yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah. Um, they talked about that. They talked about new DLC coming to Pokemon Sword and Shield, which is pretty exciting. Um, thirty dollar expansion pass for each of the games that will include two pieces of content. One coming in June, one coming in the fall. This is Isle of Armor and Crown Tundra that I see here. Right. Yes, I was about okay. to say, I cannot remember the names. Isle of Armor's first. Okay. These are going to be new areas that are have a bunch of the, the wild area in it, which is a very cool addition to Pokemon Sword and Shield. Okay. It's coming with new story stuff. Uh, in fact, I believe there's an update to the base games now where you can meet one of the characters that you'll spend a lot of time with. You can also get the option... You also have the chance of catching a new Galarian Slowpoke that has like a yellow head. Okay. Uh, which is cool because I, you know, Slowpoke is a cool Pokemon. Sure. I relate to it. Um, and then something in the first pack will allow the Slowpoke to evolve into a special Slowbro. Something in the second pack will allow the Slowpoke to evolve into a special Slow King. Okay. Uh, $30, two new areas, uh, pretty, pretty interesting. They specifically said they were thinking of doing this instead of like a combined third version or like ultra sure. version that they're so used to having always done. Okay. Um, I, huh. for one am for this because I'm not going to buy like, you know, Pokemon gun or whatever it is <laughs> and replay the same game. That is, you know, 90% the same game just for that 10% new. I'd rather just purchase that 10% new. And that's what they're letting me do. Yeah. As somebody who doesn't jump on the train, though, like I would rather buy one game with both, <laughs> you know, like, so right. it depends so some if people you're were saying like, yeah, if because now if you wanted what is, you know, the equivalent of that third version, you're spending $90 as opposed to sure. just one price $60 for the game. Yeah, so it benefits uh, different uh, people, for sure. Right. I guess I kind of feel like if you were going to wait for that third version anyway, you'd be waiting at least another like year and a half. Yeah. And I bet Pokemon would go on sale, and then you could probably still get the two components for $60 yeah, if you wanted maybe. to just keep waiting. But Because there's no way that third version would have come out this soon. No, probably not. Um. But yeah, I'm interested. Uh, you can pre-purchase it now. I'm not going to do that because why would you do that? Mm-hmm. I'm going to wait for that to actually come out in June. Yep. So like they're going to run out of copies of DLC. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. I, I'm looking forward to some like more story stuff getting added in. I hope this. I hope they do more after these two. Yeah. What's this? Give me a reason to keep coming back. What's this Pokemon Home thing I see a logo for? What's this? Did they talk about that? They said it's coming back. Pokemon Home is a thing that's been around for years, mm. uh, which I think is like the 
their bank Pokemon, like bank thing oh where, i see where you can like transfer pokemon nicely i see okay um, so it's just like it was like a, a pa- it was like a paid service it was like five dollars a month or something that you could get access to mm. to like easily store a bunch of pokemon and transfer them around and whatnot gotcha so it's just like coming to this version is it's, the news they're finally, yeah they're like bringing it back and bringing it to the switch and whatnot gotcha yeah, i believe so okay um i should also say in the new expansions they're adding in a bunch of more pokemon they said um, and even if you don't buy the expansions, you can still get access to those Pokemon by trading with someone who does have the expansion. Sure. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah. <clears throat> All right. This next story, I grabbed it a while ago. So, okay. I, I, I didn't need a refresher myself, but valve, uh, revealed F stop, which was a planned prequel to portal. Right. That had since been abandoned. Um, and there's now, and there's some video out there on of, of kind of the test footage. Uh, seems pretty interesting. It seems like it's a lot of, um, you know, physics, physics puzzles again, but you're taking photos of objects so that you can then kind of like place the object elsewhere. So you're kind of grabbing it from one area with the camera and putting it somewhere else. And then based on like perspective, making it like bigger or smaller, um, it actually reminded me of a snapshot um, by Kyle Pulver. It's that is a, not what I was thinking of. There's a, there's a perspective game coming out this year. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Oh, coming to like PlayStation. Yeah. Um, but they just kind of reminded me of that aspect of like, kind of if you enlarge it, he kind of in front of you, it's actually that big now, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I do want to um, give a shout out snapshot by Kyle Pulver. You people should check that out. If they like this idea, it's a platformer where you take pictures of stuff in the world and then manipulate them at, for platforming. Okay. Is that uh, like a polygonal one or is it a side scroller? It's a side scroller. It's like 10 okay. years old now, but I think it probably still holds up. It was fun. Sure. It sounds pretty similar. This this is polygonal, obviously, hence, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. coming off of something like Portal. Sure. Um, but there's going to be a series of these videos coming out. Um, the series is called Exposure. Uh, but the game, yeah, uh, it was F stop. Um, so pretty interesting stuff. Too bad this didn't actually come to fruition. Yeah. I, I would be curious about what other games valve has canned. Cause I'm sure there's tons. <laughs> yep. Agreed. Uh, war groove is getting free DLC next month. Um, all new story mode, new areas, uh, a new, new co-op stuff. Yep. Uh, called double trouble. This is the, uh, outlaws, I'm just honestly right? pretty excited. The fact that it is story content and it is free. Yep. Uh, this also does remind me though. I really need to get back to Wargroove and, and finish that game. Yep. Uh, cause I just kind of fell off that game after like a month or so. Too much stuff came out, man. Um, but uh, team up and lead the outlaw faction to strategic victory with new criminal commanders in the new free DLC Wargroove Double Trouble. Uh, looks good. There's a trailer out there that you can watch, and again, that comes February 6th to all platforms. Okay, month away, still got time. Uh, I think this was today. Yes. So W uh, Warner Brothers Games Montreal is continuing to tease their Batman game. Mm-hmm. They were teasing this last, I want to say fall ish with some Court of Owls related imagery. Mm. Um, they have since been putting up more images uh, with the tagline capture the night K N I G H T. No official announcement of anything yet, but you know, clearly it seems like they're making a new Batman game. Uh, I don't know why they're taking so long to announce it. My question is, though, does anyone want another Batman game? I want Court of Vowels stuff, but yeah, yeah. Ba- like, game, want, like, I don't another know. another Arkham game, like the same, it's going to be the same game, but just a new enemy? No, I kind of want like a graphic novel. <laughs> like a volume okay. of I mean there uh, are of definitely Court of Owl graphic novels yeah I just want more of those um, I don't really care about a game honestly at yeah, this point like, I, like we've had four of these I feel like I'm just kind of like that system like I'm I'm kind of done with it oh see I was so this isn't rock steady for me right? it was uh Arkham Knight kind of was a letdown 
In fact, I I looked back on my the last ten years. It was my most disappointing game of that year. <laughs> so like, oh, was it? Yeah. So Interesting. yeah, I, I I had I have a good time with Arkham Knight. I don't have anything against it, but it is just more of those games. I feel like th- yeah. it was diminishing returns. Yeah, heavily as that went on. Since this is not Rocksteady and it's WB Games Montreal who did Arkham Origins. Yeah. All I can assume is they're probably not doing anything drastically different. They're probably just going to be making another Arkham game to, you know, cash in on on the strength of that brand. Yeah. And it's like I'm just I am so not interested in another like the the same Batman game at this point. The Court of Owls are cool. They are a cool villain. Mhm. But like I just don't care about that combat anymore like Sure. Spider-Man was fine. Spider-Man did it, but it mixed it up in a significant way. Yeah. It, it was not Batman. Like, so I don't know. I'm curious why anyone would be excited about this. Well, it might give them an opportunity to prove that they can evolve. We'll see. Hopefully. Yeah. Maybe if they do something cool with it, for sure. Um, I Seeing that Origins was just another one of those games, my expectations are not high. Sure. Yep. That's fair. And last little bit of news is straight out of CES, which is happening right now in Vegas, the Consumer Electronics Show. Uh-huh. Um, and there's not a lot of video. I guess actually now that I think about it, I was going to say there's not a lot of video game news. Sony showed off the PlayStation 5 logo. Did they? I haven't seen this. Oh, yeah. No, the Internet exploded for whatever reason that people are very excited about the PlayStation 5 logo. It's the same as the PlayStation I was going to say this logo. looks exactly how I would have expected so for whatever reason that thing brings in the clicks i can tell you that interesting Um, it's also so it's actually weird now that we're just talking about the playstation 5 that that was their ces announcement when like like sony is like drip feeding us little bits of news and then i kind of like microsoft's thing of like yo here's the console here's what it looks like here's the controller here's a couple games boom Everything all at once. Let's go. And then Sony's just like, hmm, how do we counter? Here's the logo. <laughs> the logo. <laughs> yeah. Weird, different strategies for the two of them. Yeah. Um, but uh, back to this new, actual news story. Alienware announced the UFO concept, which is basically a switch for PC gaming. Yeah. If it works, I'm in. And I'll throw yeah. my switch. So, away. have you seen this thing? No, I haven't. I'm looking. I'm trying to look for something here. Is it on this page? Uh, there's a video. Yeah, you can you can just click through the video if you want to like mute it or whatever you need. Oh, that video isn't loading for me for whatever reason. Oh, that's super weird. Yeah. Uh, look it up. It basically looks kind of like a chunky switch. It's bigger than a switch. The screen is eight inches big. So mm. this is like this is a big boy. This is a big boy. Um. It's got like a serious fan on the back. The whole back of it kind of folds down to be the kickstand as opposed to just a little part of it coming out. The whole back goes down. Obviously, there's like Joy-Con like things that connect into a grip so you can have a controller. You're right. This is um, a switch. Like literally. It is yeah. just it looks it looks very much like a switch. It, it has a dock. It can connect to your TV. Like it, it's they're definitely going after the switch, which I'm surprised no one else has done. Yeah, me too. At this point, like it's been like two years. I'm surprised no one thought we can do that. And we're more powerful. Than that Nintendo. that mm, that screen, they should have kept it the same size. That's a little too big for me. I think that's no longer the switch is big enough as it is for a portable device. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Watching it, somebody's hands on it. Fuck. <laughs> it looks ridiculous yeah, this, yeah like I, i'm kind of at the point of the switch of like the switch is like i need to be sitting down if i'm going to play it portably i can't just be yeah. like wa- standing and walking around with anything like that um this thing is definitely like i need to definitely be sitting down i need to be like on a plane like this is a big thing i need to I, you i almost plan to set this thing up every time i plan to play it yeah um for at home that would be hey, fine maybe, but like anywhere else, I don't know. Hmm. It it seems to have like its own kind of launcher, like an Alienware OS. Um, it's it does it does run Windows. Uh, I'm curious if that means it'll tap into your Steam library. Does that mean you need to be like installing 
like an alienware launch directly to this like how do you get the game on here uh versus on your desktop like why would steam be okay with you like i I guess is it just considered another computer basically and then you're like family sharing with yourself kind of must be right Um, i would assume i'm curious how that that stuff works the kickstand Um, looks better than the switches from what i can tell at least there's that right i mean everything looks better than the switch's kickstand <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's true um yeah it, it i'm this is just a it's just a concept so I, they could make it smaller one when it actually comes out yeah. if it actually comes out um maybe the second gen one is a smaller one like I, i'm i like i said i'm surprised other people haven't done this and i yeah. bet we're gonna get more of these because it just makes so much sense yeah it's kind of the future of gaming for sure to have a console that like you can carry with its own screen and then plug in. Right. Whether that be a dedicated console or is it my phone with a yeah. controller that I keep in my backpack that too. and a clip. Uh-huh. Um, so we'll see. Uh, interesting idea. Yep. Looks like it was running things fine. Uh, they didn't say a lot of games, but I saw Mortal Kombat 11 Rocket League was on there f1 2019 i think those are all the games i've seen so far yeah i'm surprised i didn't see like overwatch i feel like you would just see overwatch on this thing like that just seems like something that would be a thing i see this video they're using a steam controller which i'll say i've been using (laughs) this week oh are they yeah how's the steam controller i have not plugged mine in you know it's a very good controller but it's fucking weird it's really hard to get used to what are you using it for um with steam link (laughs) no 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 but like what game i mean oh um i was playing a little bit of speedrunners with it and that didn't go too too well it went better with um i played a shooter with it i can't remember which one it went better with that okay and i understand when you just plug it in like they'll just like pick the most user approved button layout yeah from what i can tell that that part seems kind of cool. Sure. Yeah. Like the community kind of figures out what's the best way to map this thing. That's kind of fun. Yeah. It, it's a very good controller, but it is so different that like, I don't know that I could even recommend it to people. <laughs> it's so well, what different. makes you say it's really good. Huh? What makes you say it's really good? I hear, I only hear bad things about this. It thing. feels That's, good. I mean, it was $5. It feels good to hold. Okay. Yeah. It's like the, the ergonomics feel good. The ergonomics feel good. And I like the, uh, the haptic feedback is satisfying, and I actually like the touchpads quite a bit. Anytime I have to okay. use the face buttons, it's a nightmare, though, because they're so deep in. Like, down yeah. down to, like, the center, you mean? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I will say I like the uh, case that I bought. Um, it's really good for holding <laughs> Xbox controllers. Um, so I like that case. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then you got some free games to tell us about. Uh, yeah, they updated finally the PC store for Game Pass. So FTL and Frostpunk are now on there. And Frostpunk right is on. one of those ones I've been wanting to check out for a while. Uh, did they update Game Pass for Xbox recently? I think they added something else. Yeah, but they added some stuff. I thought Frostpunk was one of the ones on Xbox, but maybe that was a PC one. Uh, what did they add? Sword Art Online, I think, was the other Xbox one, and I think Frostpunk Frostpunk is on both. Okay, gotcha. If I'm remembering correctly, yeah. I think they just dropped Grand Theft Auto Five last week out of nowhere. <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right, that's going to do it for news. Uh, there's no questions this week, uh, which I'm assuming is because everyone thought it was our game of the year episode, so they didn't send stuff in. Yeah. Um. Uh, so let's move on to our games of the week. Uh, Indivisible. I'm going to give it to Star Wars. Nice. All right. In terms of things to keep an eye on, hopefully game of the year will be next week. Hopefully John gets better. Mm-hmm. Um, so get ready for that. If you haven't filled out the survey, we kept it open because the episode obviously is getting pushed back as well. Go do the survey uh, so that we can tally up all of our community's game of the year votes it's always a lot of fun to do that kind of stuff. Um, there's a link to the survey on our Twitter and our Discord, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Uh, and again, if you're interested in a top-down perspective sticker, 
getting mailed out to you. Check our Patreon. Uh, check the Twitter for info. There's a way you uh, you can get these, uh, which are pretty cool. I think they turned out really nicely. So get in on that before the end of the month. Yeah. And that'll do it. We'll see you next week. Bye. See you guys later.